Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Listen in as we uncover hidden treasure. Now, here's Ray. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant, and we're in a study of spiritual warfare, and today we'll see the real message of the gospel. It's been said that treasury agents in the counterfeit department don't study counterfeit money. There would be too many to learn and keep track of. Instead, they only study genuine or real money. They become so in tune with the real thing that when they see a counterfeit, they recognize it right away. We would benefit from this approach in studying the real message of the gospel. In the book of 1 Corinthians, Paul authoritatively declares what the gospel is that saves. This is the writer of over a third of the New Testament, a true apostle taught by Jesus himself. And we should pay close attention to what Paul declares the gospel that saves is in this passage. The Holy Spirit, when inspiring Paul to write these words, knew beforehand how we would overanalyze the gospel to the point that it would lose its simplicity and beauty, and he restrained Paul to clearly and simply state what is contained in the gospel message. 1 Corinthians 15.1 Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you also stand, by which you are also saved if you hold fast the word which I preached to you unless you believed in vain. We will deal with the issue of believing in vain in just a moment. Back to verse 3. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. So what does Paul say we have to do in order to be saved? He says we have to believe that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture. This is proof of his substitutionary death for us. Secondly, we have to believe that he was buried. This proves his death. And last, we have to believe that he was resurrected according to the Scriptures. This is proof that his payment was accepted by God. That's it. That's the gospel that saves according to Paul. So how can someone believe in vain as mentioned in verse 2? What is he talking about if salvation is a simple act of faith in Christ? Well, we don't have to wonder because Paul tells us in the same chapter just a few verses down. 1 Corinthians 15, 12. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain. Your faith also is in vain. Believing in vain in the context of what Paul is discussing is not believing that Jesus was resurrected. There were some in Corinth who actually claimed to believe in Jesus, yet they denied he was raised from the dead. Paul says that's impossible because if Jesus wasn't raised from the dead, then our sins weren't paid for. Believing in a non-resurrected Jesus is no belief at all. It's in vain. In closing, Let's remember that the simple statement of the gospel that requires our receiving is that Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead. This is Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.